and welcome to the Knights Table Podcast. I'm your host, Rochelle Johnson. This episode was supposed to go up a few weeks ago, so I'm sorry about that, but senioritis is a real thing, and me and Leah are victims of it. But I feel like this episode's coming at a really good time. Um, with the end of the school year so near, graduation upcoming for our seniors, I feel like it's important to talk about control, and that's what this episode is about. What do we do when we're not in control? How do we do when we're in control? And most importantly, how do you deal with situations that just you have no power over? And I feel like a lot of us can relate to that right now. So Big Fish, Logan, and Caitlin had a lot of good stuff to say about that. Let's get started. Now starting. So today we are here with Logan, Caitlin, and the one and only Big Fish. Yay! <laughs> how are you guys? I'm doing good. Fantabulous. I'm doing well. <laughs> He's hanging in there. He's hanging in there. Tell Barely. us about yourselves. Logan, you go ahead. Logan, <laughs> drinking water. Um, uh, I'm Logan, and uh, if you don't know who I am, you probably know what I look like because I do a lot of things around school. So if you see a guy like soundboard and stuff like that, then that's me. Cool, Caitlin. Um, you probably see me a lot in chapel. I welcome everybody, and I also do yearbook, and you can always see me posting about that. So yeah. All right, Fish. I'm Mr. Fisher. <laughs> And I predominantly teach world history here at the high school. Um, and I also coach basketball. Okay. <laughs> so today, yeah. Today's topic is control. So Leah has our first question. Okay, so do you guys think you need to have control in your life, like in every single aspect? Um, yes, because if I don't have control, I go into like an anxiety kind of fit or whatever, anxiety attack, and... Things kind of just like go off the rockers for me, and I kind of think it's my fault if nothing's going right, or like everything's gonna go wrong if something changes last minute. So I feel like I have to have control just so like I can mentally prepare myself too, because I also get like anxiety of planning things and like crap, this is not good. Okay, Logan. For me, I I used to think that I needed control. And I used to think that I had to control everything. But when things would go wrong, I get bad imposter syndrome and stuff like that. So then I kind of learned to kind of give up control and kind of like let things happen. And, you know, it's not the best advice for most people, but uh, for me, just kind of letting things happen and let God handle it, that helps me out a lot. Yeah. The imposter syndrome part, do you want to elaborate on that? Yeah. So imposter syndrome is basically like, the feeling that what you're doing, you're not good enough, you don't belong there. And you, that, it, happens, it happens to everyone in, in any field. And especially with like, sport can go with sports, arts, um, even schoolwork and stuff, where you don't feel like you're belonging, you're not good enough. In reality, you are. But yeah, it's a feeling of not belonging. Uh, I definitely feel that for your book a lot. I feel yeah. like I'm not doing enough. Yeah, I feel it too, Leah. Do you? Yeah. Do you feel it, Mr. Fisher? Control? <laughs> I'd like to think I have control. I mean, you're talking to a teacher that has a slight case of OCD. Slight. A slight case. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to think I need or I have control, but I know ultimately, yeah, I don't I don't really have control. And I I guess I guess yeah. And your OCD, is it like super ritualistic? Are you super neat? Like your classroom's never a mess, but how does that manifest for you? 
Yeah, it's it's in small things like that. I like I like organization. So my classroom has to be in a certain, you know, like my staplers, my three-hole punch, my <laughs> tape dispenser. Okay, I have to have a clean desk. It's got to be very minimal. Clean board. I don't like anybody writing on my whiteboard. Okay, so I like to control that. I often tell students that if they do write on my whiteboard, they're going to get in trouble. Okay, and so, yeah, it, it manifests in those small things for me, that OCD and being in control. So. Okay. Okay, and like you mentioned previously, like how does that lack of control that you feel you have affect your life? It drives me crazy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. When people write on my whiteboard or move my stuff, um, yeah. Now, I used to be worse. Okay? I actually learned to calm down and that I can't control all things. Yeah, I think the seniors see that too. Because yeah. in freshman year, you used to be a little more strict. Yeah. And it, I mean, it manifests not in my teaching too. I like to have control of the classroom, um, even in coaching with basketball. I like to be very organized with, you know, practice plans and what we're going to do each day for practice. Um, there's a certain way, obviously, I want my guys to play basketball. Um, yeah, but I've also learned over the, over the years that I've got to be flexible. I've got to give up some of those responsibilities to my students or to the athletes I coach. So I think I've, yeah, I've grown over the years. So for lack of control, especially in like CAF basketball season where everything's up in the air all the time, how do you deal with that? <laughs> well, uh, the good thing is I can lean on some great assistance. Um, because with CAF, you know, you, did, you don't get a whole lot of time to prepare for teams. Pretty much brackets come out um, and you learn who you play and then a few days, maybe one or two days later, you have to play that opponent. So um, oftentimes I lean on my assistants. Coach Dideman does a great job of scouting uh, opponents that we're going to play. Um, so that helps. Um, but yeah, those things can drive me crazy. Um, but uh, you just got to lean on others and just realize that you can't do it all yourself. Uh, that you need, you know, you need a team and you need a community around you to help you out when you don't have control of all those things. So. Yeah. Logan, what does it look like for you to not have control? To not have control? Yeah. Just because you do, like, sound and tech and... Yeah, when things, when things aren't necessarily going my way, like this morning, the whole <laughs> soundboard mm -hmm. was completely wiped. I had to reroute everything before worship band. So... I kind of just, I get, I get frustrated sometimes, but when I frustrate, I kind of just walk out. I'll go to the bathroom, and I'll kind of calm down, um, or I'll, I'll go to a different room, kind of readjust, and then by taking that time to leave and to kind of get my mind right, I can kind of think about it slowly and understand what's the problem. Uh, yeah, just like taking time instead of trying to rush it mm -hmm. and rushing, trying to figure out what to do. I'm able to understand and take it piece by piece almost. Yeah. And take it slower and it saves a bunch of time. Yeah. Caitlin, what about you? Lack of control. Deadlines, because for yearbook you deal with a lot of deadlines and rushing, right? Um, for me, I kind of start shutting down and like 
distancing myself from people a lot. And um, so like like for you, like for deadlines, I'm always worried about them. And especially because we've always had such a tiny class, I'm worried about like, will I have enough time to look at over all the pages? Will I have time to fix everything? Will I have time to work on my pages? And then like just life in general, I feel like once I lose control of like anything, whether it can be like my room being clean or something, I automatically just go into this place of like a depressive episode and like I already have like depression so it kind of just gets worse and I just kind of like go into a downward spiral and I can't get my head back on straight until like somebody like either my mom or Miss Tobin or somebody else like kind of like or Miss V kind of like helps me snap out of it and like hey remember like you're fine everything's going good let's just take it piece by piece and we can work on it along the way instead of having to worry about it all in the whole thing together yeah I noticed all of you guys mentioned like breaking it down piece by piece and like relying on others does having a support system help when you feel like a lack of control oh for sure for yeah. sure yeah definitely especially I think it's really important to have a support system wherever you go whether it be like church school home or like on a team wherever you go it's really important to have a support system so you know that they're never alone no matter what yeah what about you fish oh for sure um yeah you know, I've got I've got a wonderful support system around me, my parents obviously, but even here on campus, you know, I can go to Mr. Slager, I can go to Mr. Zydema, Mr. Dennis, Mr. Lakel, okay, Mrs. J. I mean, all of these people around me are just tremendous Christian influences, um, and I know they're there. They they'll pray for me if I'm struggling with anything in my life, um, and they'll help me out. Uh, so it's it's important to have that support support system around you yeah I 100% agree I think having good relationships for sure Leah yeah um, I feel like I rely on my mom a lot when I feel like I don't have control or anything because she's has control of her <laughs> <laughs> so it's like she leads by example and I just try to follow her yeah for sure um, do you guys think giving up control benefits you or harms you I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. Um, if you just take an example, like in the classroom, um, I think giving up control, because there's a certain way I like to teach, and there's certain you know, teaching strategies that I specifically use to try to get at my students. But I also have to understand, over the years I've learned this more, that not everybody learns the same way. So you have to be flexible or give up some of those, you know, those control issues that you may be how you teach to try to get at those students. Or even like in coaching basketball too, um, there's a certain way I want the guys to play. Um, but at the same time, I also got to understand they're individuals. Uh, they have their own unique talents and abilities. So I got to let them take control when they're on the court. Because that's going to bring out the most in them. And it's the same way in the classroom. Uh, I think it's just going to bring out the most in the students if, if I allow them that flexibility and uh, allow them to take ownership of whether it's their homework or their assignments or their learning. So, yeah. And for you specifically, it was freshman year when COVID hit, so we all still had world history. Was that a tough adjustment oh. for you to be super <laughs> flexible? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> 
that that was difficult because I that's that was probably the yeah the, the one time in my life where I knew I was not in control. Yeah, obviously, the Lord was in control of that entire situation, but just the way you taught, like I I couldn't control the students on their screen. You know, I couldn't necessarily see where are they paying attention to me or are they doing something else? Are they playing a game on their screen? I, I mean, I didn't have that control. Um, so I had to have a little bit of trust there okay, that the students were learning and that they were going to take ownership of their homework and making sure assignments were done and making sure they were learning. Um, but that was a, yeah, that was a difficult time. I definitely much rather have the students in the seats in the classroom. Yeah. But yeah, but we, we but we made it work um, through a lot of prayer. Um, yeah, we made it work. Definitely. So. Do you think Logan in your life? What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you think uh, having con- or giving up control benefits you or harms you? You know, it, it depends. Like Fisher said, it depends on the situation. Like most of the time, it's not going to be out of your, it's not going to be in your control. Like things are going to go wrong. Um, and you can't control that, but it's the, it's how you react to that situation that's going to affect the outcome. So like, if, uh, if if I'm working on something and it's it's just not the, let's say the mics aren't connecting and I don't know why. And so I'm checking all the routers, I'm checking all the wiring and all the inputs and I'm making sure everything is good and it's not there and I'm getting frustrated and I'm just snapping at people, my choice is I can leave there and kind of like calm down or I can keep working and get more angry. And so that's when I kind of just kind of, I leave and then come back and then I stop, I don't snap at people. I'm kind of calmer and I... Yeah, so your solution is to take a break. I think taking a break is good. Yeah, okay, Caitlin. Um, For most things, I like to have control. Um, and I feel like when I don't have control, I kind of worry a lot more. Um, but like what Logan said, like it's good to take a break because like also if I don't know what's happening, I get very overstimulated very easily. And like there's nothing that can help me besides just taking a breather and like taking a few deep breaths to get my mind back under control and then just stay quiet and let it be. Like if it's not something I'm in charge of doing, I just need to like let it be and not worry about it because it's not my thing. It's not my fault if something happens. But like most of the time I do think I need to have control just for the reason because I do tend to worry about a lot whether it's like my thing or not. Yeah. I'm 100% the same way. If I'm not in control, I spiral a little bit. Leah, are you like Yeah, I agree. I worry about a lot of things just to begin with. So if I don't have any control... I'm going to worry about more things. Yeah. Like right now, I'm worried about Allison and Han doodling on the board and making all this noise. Yeah, yeah. Fisher's, Fisher's losing some Fisher's control here. Fisher's losing some control here. <laughs> He's using his control. I'm still podcast. Allison, say hi. Hello. <laughs> Fisher, for you, during basketball games, you're very famous for your... Um, red face. ...course side behavior. <laughs> oh, red face. Spit brag. Yeah, I get a little animated during games. It's a highlight for sure, OC tradition. It's everybody's favorite. Uh, part. It's one of my favorite it's, parts, yeah. and it's probably a reason. Probably the reason I get animated is because I don't have complete control. <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. 
It's all good though. So on a final note, do you guys have any advice about like maintaining control in your own life and keeping it cool? Um, definitely write down stuff you have to do, like have an agenda and the most important thing is have a support system that you can lean on because I feel like that's definitely like the part that gets me out of my downward spiral. Like having Fisher and my mom who both have OCD kind of lead me out of it and like kind of give me advice about it. I think it's very beneficial because there are people who dealt with it and dealt with it longer than I have. So kind of just having that support system, whether they have the same issues as you or not, just being able to find somebody that empathizes with you on it. Yeah, and watching people like lead by example, yeah. right, Logan? Um, see, part of my, my one of my biggest problems is I always say yes to things. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I'm involved in so much stuff at the yeah. school, and I I gotta learn to say no. Yeah. And I need forever to learn. That's probably one yeah that's probably one uh thing you can do to kind of help yourself out say no so you have time for yourself yeah it's it's not selfish to take time off you don't need an excuse to say no yeah it's a full yeah. sentence no yeah is enough so take time off take time for yourself but also help others but don't say yes to everything yeah don't yeah. say yes to everything logan's yeah. like the guy from the simpsons that works like every single yeah. job yes. And works himself yes. books. that's totally logan <laughs> but what advice do you have big fish well, the advice I've got for students is that, you know, ultimately we can't control all things. But the important thing is, and hopefully this is my prayer for all students, that they realize that they have a sovereign Lord that is in control of all things. And that we can always go to our Lord. Uh, that's important. And so I hope and pray that all my students lean on the Lord, especially if they're they're worried, they're out of control, anxiety, depression, any type of thing. We know we can go to the Lord in prayer, and he's always there for us. Uh, and like Caitlin said, too, it's important to surround yourself with people okay, that are going to love you, encourage you, be there for you. Um, and that's the one thing I love about Ontario Christian. Um, I've got a support system here that I know they care about me, from the administration to the teachers to friends here, I, I know they care about me, and they're going to encourage and be there for me no matter what, uh, even when things seem out of control. So that's the advice that I have. No, that's really good. That deserves some snaps. Yeah. Bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> you did such a good job, McFish. That was it. Are we done recording? Yes. Yeah. <laughs>